This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Hey guys, do you like this show? Are you enjoying it? Do you want to make one of your own? Well, let me tell you about Anchor, and Jay, you can help me out. It's so easy. Anchor makes it easy to do a show like this. First of all, it's free. There's uh, There are creation tools that, I al- love it. It that allow it so you simple. to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. I love how simple it is to make content nowadays, and Anchor really makes it easy. Uh, now you can even add any song from Spotify straight to your episodes. This Boom. is so cool. Possibilities are endless. Uh, for what you can do and what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, sports talk radio. This is a real opportunity. I I feel like the pandemic has kind of in many ways uh, gotten us a little more creative and saying, what do we want to say? And let's move forward with that, even without the pandemic. And Anchor makes that easy for you. Yeah, or maybe we want to do a show that the world's never heard before. Right. Get up off your butt and do it. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you as well. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. They're basically making it easy for you to do this thing. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast what you got to do it's so easy download the anchor app go to anchor.fm and get started it is so easy we love anchor thank you for letting us do this thank you for sponsoring our show because again they understand these guys are in the creativity business and they support other creative things so we say support them because they support us download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Sklarbro Country, the virus edition, a.k.a. the Pandy Pods. A.k.a. two bros, a lot of yeses, not a lot of noes. A.k.a. two fine fellows, no Saul Bellows. We A.k.a. one Sam and Couchy, two, two fans, fans of, of Fauci. Fauci. The guy's still. still doing his stuff. We have great stories for you today, or a story, and it's actually a story within a story. Yes. So we're really excited, and we're going to jump right into it. Hope you guys are doing well. Hope this content is serving you guys well. Uh, we're doing our best to get it out to you as best as we can. I hope you're getting a shot in your arm maybe at some point soon. We're crossing I hope this fingers. podcast is like a shot in the arm for you, right? Let it, let it vaccinate your soul, as we say. Yep. Here we go. You ready? Yes. Okay. This is a crazy story, yes. all right? The story that we're about to tell you, it came from... it's like it's amazing in terms of the story it is on its own and in the trajectory of his life when it was told to us it's amazing when you think about it in the context of how it was told to us it's amazing here we go we had rowdy roddy piper on our sports podcast when it was scarborough country when we were on earwolf years ago it was a big pull for us because piper was someone we watched as kids and we, in a weird way, even though he was the heel, we hated him, but like on some him. level, we loved him because he was funny. And he had his own like show, Piper's Pit. He ran like, his mouth in a very funny way. But but there was something about him, like even in the sort of like improvisational kind of, he was like a funny bad guy. He allowed ways. himself to be made fun of. And mm-hmm. he allowed himself to be the stupid butt of a joke, yeah. which is as the heel. But like sometimes heels are just bad. Yeah. They're not. They're not, they don't allow themselves to be made fun of. And he did. He wore a kilt. He was roided out in certain ways. But yeah, I mean, he was unafraid to look stupid. And that to Correct. us, 
as young kids, even in St. Louis, that I think we clocked it. I wouldn't say that we knew exactly what it meant and we couldn't sort of articulate why it was fun for us, but we definitely clocked it in our youth. And as our buddy Colt Cabana, who's an unbelievable wrestler, he's in AEW right now, as he told us, and as Andy Kaufman proved, it's so much more fun. And we know just from acting, way more fun to play the heel. It's you way play more a fun to be guy, the bad guy. Oh it's my so God. It's, fun. It takes a special person to play the heel and put it over on the crowd. They call it getting over on the crowd. If That's you right. Can get over on a crowd full of people and make them hate you. You've succeeded. It's like getting laughs at a comedy club. That's right. And Piper was just one of the best at it. He told us it was called putting it over on yeah. the crowd. All getting, right? getting over on the The crowd. absolute best thing for him was getting everyone to hate him. Yes. That's what he told us. Yeah. And looking stupid as well, which to us was funny. Yes. We, we knew his connected kids. with us. He was doing something different than everybody else. Okay. So when we had the opportunity to have him on our podcast and allow him to open up his briefcase of gold, so to speak, of yeah, his old stories. stories. And we just sat there like two 12 year olds at his, like at his knee. You know what I mean? And just saying, keep going, just keep going, keep going, adding a joke or two along the way, which we didn't think he was paying attention, but he was, yeah. he really was. Yes. Yes. And so he spun some of the most unbelievable stories of the most incredible nature. We asked him if he was ever scared for his life. Right. Because given what he had sort of done to people. And given the riling up of people that and people who felt like it was real. And it just occurred. People who felt like a fake thing was real. Right. right. Can you even imagine that in this world? That's what Donald Trump has been and continues to do even after his presidency to his followers. Ginning them up over something that wasn't true. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Trump was even on WWE once. Didn't he yes. body slam some guy playing he, a villain? He was a villain. Even if he was playing the good guy, he was the villain. Sure. At any rate, he riled people up over something that was completely fabricated, like election stealing. And then people actually did something about it, and it got really scary. And that's how it relates to this story right here. Correct. Piper told us about a time that he was meeting fans. Remember this? Backstage. After a match. It wasn't even backstage. It was, it was like out, sort of in the out hallways in of the, the arena. In the hallways of the arena. Okay. There were people lined up, a meet and greet type of a deal with stanchions and stuff. And he saw a whole line of people. And most people knew it was an act. Most people got it. They met Piper and they understood They were psyched it. to see him and whatnot. Yes. They loved him and they loved him for how much they hated him. It was that they loved the theater it of it all. would have been what we would have done had we had a chance to meet him when we were Like kids. waiting backstage at a Broadway theater to congratulate the villain of the play. The phantom of the opera. Right? It's like you, you, you can really respect the good job that was done there. Correct. No, and most I, by the, the way, I don't know if the Phantom was the villain in the Phantom. Hours. I don't I think so. I think the Phantom it. was pretty a good guy. We felt for him, right? But then in line was a weird-looking guy who was playing with a knife, like kind dangling of dangling it in a weird hanging way, hanging it in a way that kind of signaled to Piper that he didn't know what he was doing with, and the that knife. he was kind of drunk, right? So. And he's doing it kind of close to a kid who's waiting in line. And Piper being a good person, this is what we know about him. He's not the heel in life. He's right. a good person. He felt, felt the danger for this child. So he goes over to the guy. He doesn't want to get anyone hurt. And he walks over to him. And Piper, who's a big dude, tells this guy to drop the knife. Okay? The second he walked over to him, the guy who was dangling a knife like he didn't know what he was doing flipped, flipped it, it up. Grabbed it in, in a, a way, way that like someone who knows how to handle a knife grabbed it. So and he was like hustling him, basically. He just basically in one second, everything switched. Piper was not ready for this. And the guy stabbed, him in, stabbed the him in the chest and Piper blacked out. He thought he was dead. He literally thought yeah, this, this is, is it. The end. I will never wake up again. This is it. And when he woke up, he was like in an ambulance, I think on his way to the hospital. He was in the hospital or whatever. They said the guy punctured his chest 
an inch below his heart. Yeah. If he or any mis- any direction, any direction, any way, he would have died. He got very lucky, and then he started. Re- and then he was fine, and he started wrestling like three weeks later, right? Which is insane. Or the next month, he cheated death, like so many people on the Senate floor mm-hmm. and House floor recently cheated death. Correct, but. It just tells you how people can't see the truth and how dangerous it was. And at the end of the interview, Piper looked at the two of us, it, it, both of us, deeply in our eyes. I mean, he was like a deep guy. We didn't realize yeah. it. He was kind of funny and having fun, but he was a deep guy. He was very intense, made, made a point to look both of us dead in the eyes and tell us that he appreciated what we were doing. He got it. He understood that we were making jokes along the way, and he's like, I completely understand what you were doing. And I really felt like he got it. Mm-hmm. Didn't you? Yeah, he, I felt said, like he, he was- said, you guys are like me and in certain ways and like explained how, you know, what it is to do comedy versus what it was to do the kind of performance that he was doing and to elicit a response in people. He, he felt basically said he was like spirit. we were kindred spirits, which meant a lot to us. And then 10 days after that interview, he died. Shocking. Like... Like Crazy. amazing that we were able to have that sit it was, down with him before that. And we couldn't believe it. It was so, he seemed well at the time. He yeah, really yeah, did. He definitely didn't seem like he was on his last He cheated leg. death before in his life. He told this story about how he yeah. cheated death. Yeah. But the story of the guy with the knife yep. never left us. And truthfully, it's immediately what I thought of when this we story. read this next story. And we'll hit that story right after the break. So don't go anywhere. <laughs> We talk about this all the time on Squabra Country, the virus edition. Our show is about building community. One of the things the pandemic has taken away from us is our community. And we want to find ways for us to connect live in real time. And we've got one. It's so cool. The stereo app, it's free. You download it. You follow Randy or me uh, or both of us. Please follow both of us. And then come join us every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific time or Wednesday, 3 p.m. Pacific time. And it's like an old school radio show. Randy and I start a conversation. You guys pop in with voice memos and derail us. We answer you in real time. We get into real issues, things that we can't cover on the show, postscripts to things that have happened in the show. It's a hang. You got people from all over the world coming together. And we are, as a community, coming together and finding that live it's unlike any other performance we do. Am I right, Rand? Yeah, it's kind of like the meet and greets we used to do after live stand-up yes. shows, which I miss so much, that interaction, mixed with kind of the meet and greet that we do when we do the podcast on Zoom. It's like we get to listen to you guys, hear what you have to say, connect you with each other. It's so much fun. Get the Stereo app. It's free from your app store. Or go to Stereo.com slash Randy Sklar. Follow me, Stereo.com slash Jason Sklar. Follow Jay. If we ever post up a link, click through that link. And just join the discussion. It is, again, very interactive, very fun. Uh, Join the discussion. Join the after party. uh, Mondays at 3 p.m. West Coast time. Wednesdays, 3 p.m. West Coast time. Get that free stereo app. Join the party. Can't wait to have you. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the show. Uh, Sklar Brothers here. You didn't go anywhere. I'm sure you didn't. You just fast-forwarded or it just went straight to this. There was no break whatsoever. Mm -mm. Uh, Guys, we have a live Dumb People Town coming up on February 27th, Saturday night, 6.30, Nowhere Comedy Club, eventbrite.com. Who's the guest, Jay? Uh, Jack Black. JB. And Open Mike Eagle. Open Mike Eagle is the music. It's going to be a blast. And then we'll announce what the next one's going to be. Also in March, March 20th. 
We're doing a stand-up show at Nowhere Comedy Club. Get your tickets for that. We haven't done a stand-up show in a long time. Love to do that, and we're very Let's excited. Let's fill it up with Sclarbrook Country, the Virus Edition fans. If we fill it up with everyone who downloads this podcast, it'll be a hell of a show. Okay, before the break, we talked about how Roddy Piper cheated death with a guy who was dangling a knife, and then he came close to him in line, and the guy flipped the knife the other way, and he punctured him in the almost in the heart and almost yes. killed him. Yes. Amazing story, crazy. And it's what I thought of when I read this next story. Correct. So let's get into let's it. Get Here into we it. go. A Toronto woman captured video when she looked into her backyard and was confronted with a bizarre sight. Mm-hmm. A squirrel holding a knife. Okay. Wait a second. A squirrel with a knife, to me, is the scariest thing you can ever see. Oh, my God. I'm we like, just did a, squ- a story about squirrels in Queens leaping eight feet in the air. Well, this is a Florida squirrel. Running 15 miles an hour. That's not a squirrel. This, this is, is a squirrel. squirrel. Now we're going to give them knives? This, like, this is a squirrel with a vendetta. A weaponized squirrel. He's going to do it for Johnny. Andrea Diamond, who lives in Rosedale, the Rosedale area of Toronto, said squirrels are a common sight in her backyard. So translation, she lives on a lot of property. AD. Is that a humble brag, Jay? AD. Squirrels are a, a common sight in Andrea my Diamond's gigantic wooded, wooded, wooded property. Wooded, yeah. We get it. You live near yeah, a wooded yeah, area. Okay. My buddy Bill always loves to joke how uh, people who went, and your wife doesn't do this, but people who went to Harvard, never they never tell you they went to Harvard. No. They want you to kind of like figure it out. So they're like, where'd you go to school? In Boston. Oh, really? What school? Because there's a lot of schools in Boston. Um, I was in Cambridge. Oh, it was in Cambridge? There's only one school in Cambridge. Did you go to Harvard? Cambridge Tech? Was your, so a lot of squirrels are in your backyard, so you live in a really huge backyard with lots of... Okay, we get it. University of Cambridge Junior College? <sighs> hey, you said it, not me. You yeah. said I went to Harvard. Oh, I didn't tell you I went to Harvard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, squirrels are a common thing in your backyard, okay? You got a lot of land. But Wednesday morning, she spotted a squirrel that had picked up a paring knife that she left near a tent outside her house. Why is she? My backyard is so big. It's so big, we go camping out there. We can glamp in my backyard. Look, I have to contact the Canadian government just to get camping space in my backyard because my backyard is so big. Oh, my God. I just have to let people know. Look, that's why we have Find My Phone. Uh, that app and that feature. Because if I start going out into my backyard, it could be days. Why do you need a tent near your house? Is that where her husband sleeps when he makes a comment about her around the house pants? Yeah. You really seem to like you're wearing those pants around the house a lot, honey. Get her outside. Get in the tent. Get in the tent. Get in the tent. Sleeping outside with the squirrel with the knife. Yeah, and take he- your paring knife with you, bitch. I ain't cutting fruit for you no more. So apparently, knife-wielding squirrels are a thing now, Diamond tweeted, along with footage of the squirrel. How psyched was she that she's like, I got this now. I got the clip. I got the clip. I got to start putting that on my socials. Yeah. Squirrels have knives because you left it the weapon, lady. You left a paring knife. Squirrels don't want to get violent, but if you leave them a knife... They'll start working with it. They're a product of the, our backyards, yes. okay? Or the backyards they inhabit. And I'm and I really get it. You have a huge backyard. You have lots of squirrels there. Look, if you put a ball and glove out there, maybe they start, start throwing, playing start turning double plays. That's right. She said the rodent gnawed on the knife handle for a while before abandoning the tool. She said the animal returned a short time later to chew on the knife a little longer. So it wasn't wielding a knife. Let's be clear about what it was doing. And let me say this it probably doesn't even know that it's a knife. Yeah. It's or like, that it's a weapon at all. It's just a thing to gnaw on. It probably thinks it's a nut. The handle is like, can I eat this? I'll try. Which, as you know, is not how you use a knife at all. So I'd be more of afraid of an animal who tried to attack I'd a knife. I'd be afraid that it would swallow the blade. Right. And it would kill itself. Or 
if a squirrel is attacking a knife that could cut him, that's a that's a loose cannon. Sure is. He doesn't even know how to use a knife. He's no. the guy dangling it like this. He's terrifying. And that's what squirrels basically are. They are loose cannons. Can we agree yes. that squirrels yes. are loose cannons? Yeah, everyone thinks they're cute. Can anyone predict what a squirrel would do? Everyone's like, we should get a squirrel as a pet. They'd be so cute. No, they wouldn't. Give it a knife. See what it does. And I know our friend Amy Mann has, and I didn't mean to drop that name, but she has squirrels in her backyard that she feeds. And I literally had to say last time, stop feeding these. Yeah. She's like, do you want to feed a nut? I'm like, I don't feel comfortable with this. And you're going to lose a finger. And you need your fingers to play guitar. You're like, we cover enough of these stories to know that these guys will turn on you. They have no allegiance to anyone. I go back to Rowdy Rowdy Piper. You think that squirrel is cute. You think it doesn't know what he's doing. And then, boom, knife comes up. That story it has scarred me for life. It's I scar- would just never trust anyone. It scarred anyone. me for knife. It scarred me for life. Scarred me for knife. Yes. If you go out and get the knife from the squirrel, what if he flips it up in his cute little paws and he starts, you know what and I mean? all of a sudden he's holding it the right Plunges way. Plunges it two inches below your heart, diamond. And then think of how long it's going to take for an ambulance to get to you because your backyard is so goddamn big. Diamond said the squirrel did not appear to have injured itself with the sharp object. Thanks for the report, oh, Diamond. thank you. We can all sleep easier now, including your husband in the tent who made that comment about thank your God. socks. Thank God the squirrel's okay. Yeah, it didn't injure himself. You aren't using that knife again, lady. That's for damn sure. That knife is done. Mm-hmm. You're throwing that away. Mm-hmm. But that would be the next evolution of animals that we have not seen yet, but will take place if people stay at home longer, right? That's, the animals they are take, rising up. We've said this before. They are rising up. They take over and they start using stuff that are laying around in our yards. Yes. That's it. Those are just raccoons with chainsaws. That's why they say you don't have lawn darts anymore. A brown bear with a leaf blower. Watch out. It's coming. That's coming. You best fear the possum with a weed whacker, am I right? Oh, oh yes. Whatever you leave out in your yard, get ready for some animal to take up against you. Polar bears with snow blowers. Get ready. Yes. yes. Something about a squirrel wielding a knife to me, Jay, is actually funny. It is kind of cute though. Like it's, it's a pairing knife. Like it's he's really the, tiny. It is. It's like he like he's the head of some forest gang. Like, yeah. yeah. Get over here. Yeah. The flying squirrels. Flying squirrels. Flying squirrels, they're like cut off vests. Like this could be a Disney movie. Just an angry squirrel game. It's called the nut job. Oh yeah, that is the nut job. Yeah. That's the nut job. And that is how we do it, guys. We're nuts. We're nuts for you guys. We love it. We love you guys. Love doing this show. We're going to keep it up as best as we can. As best we can. Uh, Stay connected. Stay protected. Don't get infected. And it's not a hoax. But we've got the jokes. Wear a mask, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. La-ti-ta-ti-ta-ti-ta. La-ti-ta-ti-ta-ti-ta. In my car. A podcast. <clears throat> A podcast network.